Welcome to the Courageous Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Zanetti. Each episode, we meet thought leaders, game changers, and entrepreneurs sharing their mindset, skill set, and habits so you too can lead with courage and bring your vision to life. Welcome, 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 Courageous Leaders. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have an absolutely incredible guest today, Ronsley Vaz. And his bio just blows me away of what he's been able to achieve. Um, He has basically done everything. He's written a book called Amplify, all about content creation, sharing your voice with the world. And that is just music to my ears. Can't wait for uh, you to hear all that he has to offer. He also has Amplify, a digital marketing agency. He also runs We Are Podcast, which is the biggest, best, most amazing uh, podcast event in Australia and in the Southern Hemisphere. And I can't wait for you to hear all about it and the impact that he's co-creating in the world. He uh, really aligns with the power of contribution and collaboration. So this is an exciting interview. Thank you so much, Ronsley. Thank you, uh, Callan, for having that, for having me on and that beautiful introduction. Glad to be here and glad to help. Oh, I'm just so excited for today. Like, this is going to be value packed. First of all, what makes you come alive? Um, I've actually come alive in this. Really, it's really interesting. I've come alive in this uh, in this time because. I think I am happiest when I'm given a bunch of constraints and a problem to solve. Mm. So um, I love creating things. I love solving problems. Um, I used to think that I wasn't creative, which is really funny because I thought I was a technical person. I thought I was not creative. I thought I was a, a software engineer by trade, so technical. But I never realized until... I've changed careers and a lot later on, I didn't realize that with software engineering, you code from scratch, you create every single day, new things, and you're actually making things for other people to use. And you, and it never struck me that that was creative. So coming alive, definitely creating new stuff. And uh, I have shiny bald syndrome. So I just go to the next thing where I can make new things. Next challenge. Love it. So first of all, before we ask you a million questions, um, I'd love to know a little bit about your journey. And I call it uh, the call to courage. You know, we've all had uh, some moments in our lives that bring us to where we are today and make us stronger. Can you share with us some times that you've um, developed courage along your journey? Yeah, I think every day, you know, the, uh, some uh, someone, a friend of mine asked me this um, a few years ago. He's like, Ronsley, are you brave? And I said, no, I I do everything normal. And then I, then he, then he, he pointed out a few things and he made me sort of reflect on certain things. And, and I realized that I'm brave every day. Like I'm brave when I wake up in the morning and I like wake up super early and I do my morning routine and, you know, like it, and there are days that I don't do it, for sure. Uh, but there are days, there are most days that I do it. Um, I'm brave when I try something new. I've, I, but specific instances, I think the big one was uh, seven years ago on the 26th of May, 
in. I did service on a Saturday night. And on Sunday, the locks of my restaurant were changed and we had $478,000 of debt and three months after Rochelle and I got married. Um, and the, 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 I keep talking about the number and the number seems big and the number seems insanely massive, but it's not that that hurt me the most. It's the loss of identity mm. while losing that business. Cause I, I, you know, I was like certainly not an entrepreneur anymore or not a chef or not a restaurateur. And, and my identity was tied up into that. And I think the last seven years has been phenomenal for me because even now with COVID and everything changing, the thing that I feel the most comfortable with, I suppose, is that um, this time it's like a, it's not as bad of an identity crisis as it was the first time I lost everything, I think. So not to say that I'm losing everything now, but I'm just saying with things, the way things are changing, you'd never know. You really never know what's next. So um, I'm just a lot more comfortable with that situation, I suppose. Mm. You know what? This is a huge thing. You know, uh, you've gone through the highs and lows because you've had so many uh, unique businesses. I think it's fucking awesome. You're a chef too and you love your food and that's one of your podcasts. So good. Um, the identity shift is uh, sort of like an inner inner death, like a, you know, death of our ego, like it's that um, the opportunity for creation. But I've also been there, like uh, I'm, my background is a naturopath and now I'm more in the online marketing space and events and yeah. and it's, for me, it was also like fear of judgment, like, oh, no, like, I'm preaching health and now I'm talking about marketing. What are people going to think of me? Like that I cared about the outside world. What would be your, um, anything you would like to share with people that maybe, um, so my sister-in-law closed down her catering business now. Um, Don't know what's happening because, you know, communication isn't our strength. But what about other businesses? I love the fact that what we're going through now, we're all in it together um, but what advice would you have for these people because you can relate and you've been through these highs and lows, any um, advice on looking for opportunity in the difficulty? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that will break down through this and, and will be one of the biggest things that we'll be dealing with over the next decade is mental health. And because of everyone changing the way we've done things, everyone kind of like looking at... Um, how communication has changed, how business has changed, how 30 million people lost jobs in the last two weeks in the United States. Um, that's a loss of uh, income, a, a loss of, of uh, being able to provide, a loss of value, a loss of worth, a loss of a whole bunch of different things, right? Um, the biggest piece of advice now and going forward is that that doesn't define who we are. Like, you know, our jobs, mm. our relationships, our, like accomplishments, our whatever, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't define us as humans or as people or as individuals. Um, there's a part of us that's always alive inside. And I would encourage everyone to use this time to like find that because... 
um, something quite amazing happens when you kind of get to that point where you kind of go, well, uh, it doesn't matter if I do this next. It doesn't matter if I don't do this next. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's just all our projection mm. uh, on onto the world. So, um, yeah. It's what we make it mean that creates our way of being, like the actual, the depth Correct. of why, yeah. why we also, care so much. Mm. And, and also I think the best thing about this, t- this time is that you get a chance to, like, experiment. You get a chance to, like, see. You get a chance to... Uh, because it's happening to everyone. There is no failure. Like, it's not like you're siloed and failing on your own. Like, you try whatever you have to try. Um, yeah, I don't think there's been a better time because here's what happens to us in general. We stay in our comfort zones because we kind of, like, don't want to be hurt because we are hiding Safe. all this part of us from the world and we edit that's so we we create less situations where we would get triggered and um and as a result we stay in that same place but as when things like covid happens or things happen drastically around the planet then we are forced to make that change um as opposed to like uh just uh being comfortable with change and just knowing that it'll happen anyway Mm. And this so important. I really believe now is a time to like all those things you've been putting off, get clear of if that is what you really want. And this is a time and space that you get to be creative if you like and do those projects. But I think you also shared, you know, like go within, get clear on what it is you actually want to be doing in your day. What is your vision? What does light you up? instead of just being in the ground-held comfort, like literally ask yourself these questions. Yeah, and I, and I think a lot of us don't know what that means to go inside. Mm-hmm. And I think it's all, and everyone who thinks they know what it means to go inside might still be learning what it means like to go inside. And no one can tell you what that means really. And And, but here's the thing, there have been, a set of patterns, a set of repeated habits, a set of repeated experiences that make you think a certain way mm. and maybe challenge those to see where your definitions of success come from. Mm. Yes, because usually the feeling that we're chasing of when we make our big money, have our success, have our certificate and everything, it's because we feel it's going to give us something internally usually like the feeling of oh, unlovable now oh they'll see me you know yeah and also like I think going back to what you said earlier about um what will people say with you know if I do this now or if I say this and here's what's really interesting our biggest gifts always lie next to our deepest pain. Mm. And if we are trying to solve something ourselves, that's probably where our biggest gifts lie. It's not if we've fixed it and we've gotten to be the person around it and we have no more questions around it. You don't want to be guided by someone who thinks that their cup is entirely full and they know exactly what they're doing and they know everything around that subject. You want someone who's always on a constant journey of learning. You want someone who doesn't have this cup full kind of mentality. So um, 
yeah, I think that that is that is important to kind of like not judge ourselves because we are going through the things that we are preaching other people not to go through, and it's usually the universe kind of forcing us to learn our craft better. Mm. And these these challenges is what gives us strength, and they're the stories we get to share up later, and that's the connection. Um, you know, you've done TEDx talks, you've, you know, done incredible things. I'm sure it wasn't listing your achievements. It's that defining moments that creates this powerful impact. Can you share, so you, um, how did this evolve? So you had this restaurant business and um, you say you have shiny objects because you've done everything. You've studied psychology, leadership. Uh, now you have the best podcast and um, digital marketing, you're a speaker and author. Like, how did this all unfold? Like, what was the steps? What led to these things? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it comes from a place of lack of self-worth, to be mm -hmm. honest. Uh, while all that kind of stuff seems impressive and it looks amazing, I didn't value it at all. I just went from one thing to the next and I was looking for some sort of validation from the outside um and that's really how it evolved like even now when i look back and i think of the things that i've done i have way more value for myself now so i appreciate it but at one time i did not like i did not at all like if someone else told me that this person did all these things that i did i would be like wow that person's amazing but then when i found out it was just me I would have this like sinking feeling inside. So I was on this constant hamster wheel of wanting to accomplish something. And, and you know, no amount of, of accomplishments um, can give you that. Like no amount of degrees can give you that. I've got a whole heap of those. Uh, mm -hmm. I, ha I haven't even picked up my last two to that point. Like it's not even... I don't even, and it, no amount of um, accolades, no amount of logos at the bottom of your name, no amount of money, no mm. amount of team members, no amount of company size, no amount of books written, um, not, nothing can really give you the satisfaction unless you get to a point where you, truly love yourself and here's what's interesting about loving yourself right if you had to put your your faith and your hope and your love and your trust in in anything on the planet why wouldn't you put it on yourself and if you think that that is being selfish understand that you can't give anything to anyone you don't have so if mm. you think you're being you know courageous or you think you're being um uh nice or whatever it might be to someone else and you're not doing that to yourself and you're talking to yourself badly and you're not valuing yourself and you're putting yourself down and you're doing all that stuff everything you're doing to someone else is a lie mm -hmm. uh and 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 if we don't recognize that for what it is we kind of live this lie to ourselves for like ages and ages and go around on another hamster wheel of accomplishment trying to be happy mm. yeah inner alignment you know like being um 
true to you. Like this is like my favourite moment here. This is why I remember something like this happened at your podcast event. I was like, he's my person. He gets it because this is, I've been there as well. It's like, it's the truth. Nothing out there can bring you that inner peace. It's that when you truly, I say it's inner freedom, knowing that you're enough, you're worthy, that you matter and knowing like having that deep heart, soul connection and love that doesn't matter what happens, you're okay. Even if, you know, some people aren't in a good place financially or in business now, this is a temporary moment in time. And, you know, focusing on all the blessings that we do have around us as well, like family, friends, health. We've got arms and legs. How fucking cool. We can, we can, we have a, a brain that like might be going through some stress and we don't have to be creating our giant next adventure yet. We can just be okay with taking one day at a time. And eventually in the weeks to come, you'll be in that creative flow and magic will happen. I think it's yeah. self-compassion as well, being accepting and being okay with where we're at. I think in, in society in general, we find the need to blame if something doesn't go according to plan. And if we can't find anything else to blame, then we blame ourselves. And there's this mm. constant battle of blame that goes around, right? And it's a thing in our in our mind. And 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 I feel like we are constantly judging ourselves for doing or not doing stuff on a regular basis. Like yeah, everyone. I can relate. Everyone, myself included. Like if I'm, if I'm working, I'm kind of going, oh, I should, you know, get more rest time. If I'm, if I'm resting, I'm thinking I should be working. If I'm uh, not spending enough time with Rochelle, then you know that's an issue. Like it's all these things that we constantly beat ourselves up about it more than anyone else, right? And, um, and here's another thing going back to self-compassion and self-love and, and loving yourself, you can say no to hanging out with anyone, anyone else on the planet but yourself. Mm. You're for, you have a forever roommate. Mm. Like you, you can't run away from yourself. And if you don't find, we don't find ways to make peace um, with ourselves uh, and it's not only about it's not only about making peace with ourselves it's not only about that it's about not letting anyone else have the permission to take away our peace so there's mm. all these different mm. elements that are super important mm. I love that nobody can take away our, our peace it's our response Self-responsibility is taking our power back that we get to create it. But it's very important what you said. We Our relationship with ourself is number one. Correct. You know, we can't break up with ourselves. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And if you yeah. Try, we try to break up with ourselves. Mm. We try to break up with ourselves often, in fact, because we think, mm. how can we end this? And we have these thoughts and we think they're suicidal and maybe they are. And I'm not... Uh, a licensed psychologist or a person that has as much experience as a lot of people I've interviewed. However, 
we constantly, I know for a fact that we constantly think of killing our personas because that's the only way we know how to get a back into true alignment with ourselves. And we think that it's, it's depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, while it's just us trying to align back with our true self. Because we've got both the darkness and the light, the shadow, and when we own that. But I know this. I can't say that I embody it. Like I also am like not so accepting of some of my traits or behaviours. Like I think it is human. Um, Yeah, but it is really important just to like know this and, you know, baby steps. Like, Yeah, I'm... Going back to the whole accepting of our behavior, mm. it's uh, th- that the traits that we have inside us keep us safe. And there are reasons why we have certain traits that we like and don't like. And it, it doesn't mean anything. Either one don't mean anything. The, the ones that you like, that think that you think that makes you an amazing person is not that great as much as the even even the other side is is not actually they're just things um but you can change them all and you can you can see why you've created that to, to keep you safe from what exactly and whether that safety is even required today um is something you should ask yourself mm, i love this I have all my questions about content and digital marketing and this is the shit that lights me up because this is the most important thing. I've, um, you know, been on the, I've had months where I've made a lot of money and then I've had months that I've made none and on this entrepreneur journey and it was in that that uh, gravity of like 50K, 20K, 10K downward spiral that I went and invested in studying coaching to understand the the emotions, to be with our emotions. Like that's one of the greatest things that I've learned that's priceless is feeling your feelings. It sets you free. The more you run away from anxiety, it it's not going to leave you until you actually feel it and yeah. to the depth that you feel the pain and the sadness is the shame, the anger is the depth that you feel, the love and joy and bliss. So Correct. when we know that, it's freedom, that it's okay because it's going to pass. Yeah, and, and I think we have a, a common misconception that we are meant to quieten that voice that is um, the chatter or the... Uh, the devil on your shoulder there's you know through time and history there's so many different words and names for that voice but I've come to realize in my own personal um, journey of this is that making friends with that voice is probably way better than trying to quieten it because trying to put it away is just extremely hard because it's telling you that you're putting it away and you're going around in circles with this chatter but kind of saying oh I know you're trying to help me I want to understand why you're saying these things to me why are you telling me that I should be careful when was the last time I went down a dark alley and I got attacked 
is that why you're telling me be careful? Why was when was the last time I said something and because of my voice of what I was trying to trying to express, someone put me down? Is that why I don't put my voice out into the planet? Is that why I think twice before I go live? Is that why I'm worried if I fail in public and I try a new thing? So like there's all these and and kind of go, okay, I know you're trying to protect me. And that's totally cool because you're valid. That protection is a valid protection. You can't just let go of years of your Program. limbic brain mm. trying to save you from things, you know, like make friends with it because it's important. It helps you. It comes with new ideas, especially in situations where you're taken off guard. It helps you like prepare, pivot, position to respond. And if you quieten that voice, then you're not really good in times of quick response times. Mm, yeah, beautiful. Welcome, welcome. And like be with those thoughts, name them, own them. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, our friend uh, Melissa calls it you, mastering your mean girl. Like when you have that, like be curious, hmm, interesting. Because uh, awareness precedes change, doesn't it? You know, like you know, having those conversations and then going, hmm, now knowing that voice, now what do I want to decide yeah. and follow moving forward? Yeah, awareness without judgment is super important. Like don't mm-hmm. judge, uh, don't feel, don't beat yourself up about it, don't, don't, don't uh, be too hard on yourself, um, just mm-hmm. be aware. And, it, and I think all of these things just take time, like, I know lots, but I'm not like embodying all the things that I know. I still have my, you know, doubt. And like I told you, I um, had this amazing podcast interview uh, I was going to do last night. I was like, why do I even need to do it? I don't give a fuck. Like, like, um, won't go into detail, but like that shit isn't going to make me any cooler to wake up at three o'clock in the morning when I have a big day of transformation that's important to me and my people. I don't want to be here half asleep. So I just acknowledged that little thought and I was like, oh, I love me for remembering that. Because that's, that is, that that's is leading big. by example. 100%. That mm-hmm. is big. And you talk, you spoke about uh, Melissa. Melissa gave me one of the biggest gifts when I interviewed her just in terms of a lesson that I learned from her. Right. So whoever's listening and we're talking about Melissa Ambrosini, uh, she, so I, I had, we had lunch with, uh, Nick, um, and, mm-hmm. and Melissa and another friend and we had a lunch at their, at their place. And then I interviewed her for like a couple of hours. And at the, almost at the end of that interview, I asked her, I said to her, I mean, you've done all these things. Like I listed all her accomplishments and you, you live in this beautiful house. You've got this great relationship and you, you're so happy of all these things. What are you most proud of? Mm. And she closes her eyes and takes this deep breath. And she goes, I am most proud of myself that I had the courage to move past the things that held me back. Because when I did that, I started to see the magic. Mm. So if you are looking around in your life and you think the magic is gone, it's because 
we haven't sat with our deepest pain for long enough. Mm. And it takes time. <laughs> it's not a – and, yeah, it can happen again and again before the lightness comes, you know. It will always happen. It, mm. like, it's, it's like – and it's not a switch, mm. you know. You don't, you don't like – you don't like run a marathon and then become fit for the rest of your life. It, that, that's not how it works. Um, you, you're fit for the rest of your life because you run every day or you run every second day or whatever you run regularly. Um, so the same goes with, um, you know, being at peace with yourself and, um, and actually being okay with your heart and your mind. Um, I love that. Love that, love that, love that. So, so, so important. Um, because if we're not proud of ourselves and who we're becoming, none of it's worth it. And another thing that's really important is um, celebrate and integrate each win. So there's no point of having all these achievements I've already planned celebrating after this summit, <laughs> what I'm going to do, because sometimes I just want to go to bed and have a nap, but I'm like, no, got magic happening, you know. So if it's if it's never good enough, nothing we do, we're never going to actually feel fulfilled, and that's why it's really important to connect with your vision and see if this is really your path and don't compare yourself to others and don't follow and copy anybody else as well. Can you speak to this as well, Ronsley? Like you're in the, you know, the big podcast world and everything. I'm, um, you know, this comparison and uh, insecurity that can happen. And yeah, uh, comparison happens because you know we're looking at social media and we're checking all the good things that are being put up on social media, and unfortunately, we also gl- catch the glimpses of people being extremely vulnerable on the other side as well. So you kind of find, you kind of have this post where you're like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. I don't know this person. We just, we're not necessarily, we're only Facebook friends. Like, I don't need to know this, like this piece of information, right? And this this is big gap, uh, which makes us compare our lives to that. And Here's the thing, um, having mentors and having people you compare yourself to is not a bad thing. Every famous comedian did the set, uh, did a set of, of, of their heroes and mimicked them before they created their own mm. set, comedy set. So actually going in and doing exactly what a mentor does is not, not unheard of it's always been done in history it's just that now we see it more and more and we're like oh this person copied that person and yeah it happens everyone copies everyone and 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 when you say copying you know the word yeah it's, it's obviously tainted but i have i don't think i've ever had an original idea in my life and i would be stupid to think that because either the idea comes from somewhere and it's not necessarily me and it's not in my brain. It's just divine inspiration. And I've heard it for the first time, like the other person that's heard it. Or 
it has been a mixture of all these different things that I have picked up and I've put together. And it's been like, so it's not a blank piece of paper. So comparing yourself to someone else's year 12 when you're on year one or someone else's platform, everyone has a different platform. Like I am extremely lucky. I'm born into the family I am born in, which means the platform that I was given from the day I was born is very different to the platform given to someone who is born in a family that they had to struggle to get water or get food or get two mm. meals a day or have to study and work at the same time. So there's all these different elements, right, that we forget about what is the platform that I have been given. And if that platform I'm not using, then I'm doing that platform a disservice. However, if the platform I am using to the best of my abilities, don't compare that platform to someone else who maybe has had an easier path to get to a platform. That's true. Bless you. That's true. Bless you. I don't have Corona, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And actually, I will share this with you guys as well um, in a way of how you could consider this for yourself is I'm most proud of not what I've achieved but like what I've been through to do it because I haven't had like an easy way it's like how I show up when life around me is a bit fucked that's why I love me because it's not just like yeah, I've like traveled to many different countries. I've lived there, then come back to reality check to face the magic of family you haven't seen and, you know, all these things. And that's why I'm like, fuck, I'm amazing because um, it's not always easy. But that is like, so that could be an excuse of why not to do things or put things off or like that is literally like my great, like what I love most about myself. So like, and it doesn't have to be how big or how small. You can love yourself that you got up at 8 a.m. and we're in our movement class with Megan. You moved your body and had fun with people instead of staying in bed. That's fucking awesome. You know, Um, it can be as little or big as you want. Yeah, even even if you were kind to yourself and you said, oh, I am actually going to take a break and I'm going to watch Netflix. comedy special for, for yeah for an hour. Um, don't like like because I do this to myself. Like I'm watching uh, The Simpsons and I'm going. I, I, I should be that. I should be sending that email, and I'm not enjoying what I'm doing to distract myself mm-hmm. or to help with um, my mental state or emotional state. Um, and I'm not doing the other thing either. So it's like half of, 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 of both and it's kind of useless. Mm, love that. If you're going to eat chocolate, fucking enjoy it and don't be like, oh, no. Um, yeah, smear, smear it. Smear it on your face and, 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 and enjoy the chocolate. Like really, like when you, especially if, if, if you've, say you've abstained for a while and your reward is, is a, a nice like piece of chocolate feel it like taste it Mm. like like smell it like enjoy it right 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of make better decisions as to what that chocolate is because mm-hmm. you can get different types of chocolate because even if you're using your senses to actually uh, use it as a reward, then use all your senses rather than only the taste. Oh, I think we can all get a, a reminder from that. I did a silent retreat in Bali last year and we did a yoga class and we got given one square of chocolate and we had to do all of this. We weren't allowed to eat it until the very end, but we had to sniff it, smell it, do all these things. And then when we got to taste it in our mouth, we couldn't eat it either. It had to just sit there. And it was like such a unique experience. It was like you're falling in love, like all your senses were involved and Imagine if we actually did that more in life, you know? 100%. Like, Mm. yeah, I think we are so caught up with the stories in our head that we forget all these beautiful things that are around us. We forget to enjoy. We forget to enjoy the walk. When was the last time someone went, we went on a walk with no intention of getting somewhere? Like, when was the last time we just walked, right? Love that. Who's going to go for a walk today and acknowledge the beautiful nature around you and just see where you end up? Love it. Um, I would love to know, um, how has having a mentor in your life supported you? Mentor, coach, a leader? All the time. And um, today uh, I only had two meetings. So I... With We Are Podcast Virtual, uh, the We Are Podcast House Sessions coming up, I have between 50 and 80 meetings a week. Mm. But today, I had I had only two, and tomorrow I have the day. Oh, no, tomorrow I have one, Tucker Max. But Sunday I have off. Um, so we're just trying to, like, uh, save myself because Monday to Friday was re- – Monday to Thursday was really crazy. Uh, so the other one I had this morning was with Steph Taylor, and Steph Taylor came to We Are Podcast 2016, 2017 as an attendee, and then spoke in 2018. And today is her second anniversary of her podcast. And she's she's gone past half a million downloads. And she was saying to me at the start, she's like, none of this would have happened if not for you. And I said, thank you, Steph. And through the conversation, she helped me look for objections at We Are Podcast House Session. She gave me more advice and more perspective change than I that I gave her through the conversation. And it's really fascinating because I, I'm not the expert. I, and I don't think that, you know, a mentor, I think everyone has, you can learn from a baby crawling mm. if you're open to learning, right? But mentors and people who have done things before are super important because they help you see things on your blind side. Mm. They help you uh, not figure it out on your own. They they help you. Uh, they help. They give you a push when you need it. They help to support you when when it's needed. Um, I remember when we are podcast twenty fifteen. Uh, I didn't know I'd been around this long. Wow. Yeah. I went 2017. So 2015 was the first time Mm. uh, 
it, it, uh, we put it 2017 on. was the best one, right? 2017 was the best one. You're right. Because yeah, um, I'm still in the photos. I'm like, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> it, uh, we had it at Fishburners and it was just the best images for sure. Mm. And even the stage and everything was, uh, was pretty cool. Um, 2015, I had never done an event before, like not even for two people, right, before mm. We Are Podcast 2015. And in the build-up to 2015, I had this, this fear of what if no one turned up and all these partners gave me the trust of their brand to use it. Like, you know, Flying Solo was there, like Gravity Coworking, Dent. They were like some big, uh, Antil Online. They were like some brands that were associated that didn't have to be associated with me because I didn't have any track record. And I would have these fetal position moments um, in the build-up to 2015. But there was, I have this mentor who is Paul Dunn. And I just spoke to him two days ago, actually, after a long time. But um, in the build-up to that, I was telling him how I was struggling. And he said to me, um, how about Ronsley if it is not about the, the goal? What if it is about what kind of person does Ronsley become in attempting this goal? And that one line changed everything, mm. everything going forward. Like it was mm. just such a, so mentors, like this so valuable, so valuable. Oh, 100% agreed. And I knew you would say that. I just wanted to, you know, the audience to... Yeah hear this because we are our biggest investment. I pay more in coaching than I do in my rent because it's going to make me more money and everything, but it's not that. It's that I have somebody to listen to me and to save me blood, sweat, tears and money and time. Time is number one, yeah. right? Yeah. So, well, just, I mean, mm. energy, I think, as well. Like we mm. sometimes we waste our energy. The stress stress we let people live in our heads rent free um energy is probably bigger than time like time yes time yes. is relative and can change but energy if you're draining your energy and you're focusing on like if you're focusing 90 percent of your energy on the fear and 10 percent on the success then it's an energy shift just chase mm. flip that around and time won't matter anymore because you know, even if you have all the time in the world and you're focusing on the wrong thing and the energy in the wrong space, it's just like a wasted energy. So what do you do to shift your energy? Do you dance around and come back to focus? Like what? Because you've I, got this huge event. You can speak from experience. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm on a routine uh, ever since I picked this project and mm -hmm. I knew that this was what I was going to do. I'm on a routine 3.59, my alarm goes off uh, in the morning. I have a 10-minute cold dip in the pool. I um, have a shower, make a pot of tea. I do a 90, uh, 60 to 90-minute yin yoga in the morning on my mat just here. Um, and then I start my day. And um, through the day, obviously, I have a standing sitting desk, so this thing moves up and down. Um, I'm usually always standing. I try to do that a lot. Um, I cook. So, so that's another decision I made was like no takeout. 
So I haven't had takeout in six weeks or since I've been on this project. I've just cooked for myself, eaten obviously what I've made. Um, no coffee at home. So if I do have a coffee, it's like with a friend outside or um, I've gone for a walk or something. So just little things that make my day so I control parts of my day so the the parts that are uncontrollable are okay does that make sense mm. yep yep yeah and, and yeah I just have so the other the other thing I wanted to add is that I have um I do a run uh every day so either a run or a walk uh with no goal and I just run till I finish that I feel like I don't want to run anymore or walk till I feel like I don't want to walk anymore. And that's it. Um, so those are the things that I add just to allow saneness <laughs> when, when things are not going according to plan because nothing is going according to plan. You know, it's mm -hmm. just, we don't have control over stuff. Yeah, and all I say all we can control is our response. So you're setting yourself up for the day to be able to respond calmly to whatever happens, like whether or not that happens. You've done everything to set that up. Like I'm a, I actually love Robin Sharma. If you had Robin Sharma on your podcast, I might have messaged Robin Sharma, Brene Brown, all those guys about my uh, Courageous Leaders podcast and event. They didn't reply, but hey, got to be in it to win it. Um, yeah, and they're all different ways. I mean, you know, like you keep trying, you never know when. Oh, totally. I'm. I like Robin Sharma's. I've got two of his books. Read it. I've created my own online program with his 2020 rule. Um, he'll definitely be on my show eventually. He's interviewed lots of my friends. So it's just this is the thing as well is the more people that we impact and share with these things, then opportunities come as well. And, you know, I believe if we had, you know, a few thousand, thousand people, it's aligned with their values and vision to share their message, they would show up. So that's what I set the intention. I don't I don't really care. It's going to be epic for me anyway. And I invite people every day to share it if it aligns and we'll see what magic. And I, I definitely will be doing it again and again and again. And this uh, online summit was actually birthed in November. I was going to do an in-person event and then, um, yeah, it happened to be that it's meant to be online. Um, so tell us uh, before we wrap up about We Are Podcast. Yeah, so, I mean. And the evolution of this special event. Yeah. We Are Podcast has always been special uh, in the sense that I've just put it on to bring a bunch of people together. Um, and uh, it's been a really cool thing to do it's a it's a podcast conference for businesses and brands uh and it has evolved over the last um five six years for sure um this year we we're going to do brisbane um today yesterday and today actually mm. or today maybe I can't yes imagine. today today <laughs> i have lost concept of time and space um it was meant to be today and uh, obviously, COVID-19 happened. And then five weeks ago, um, on the 13th of May, I kind of decided that we'd 
sorry, 13 of March, we, we, we would do this, um, virtually, but I wanted to do it differently. I didn't want, I didn't want it to be, uh, an online summit. I wanted it to be an engaged, interactive, interactive live event, um, where we could do small group sessions, fireside chats, round tables, um, and keynotes, and then two streams. So we are podcast house sessions is, um, like nothing you've ever experienced before. Cause it's like nothing I've, we've been to, we've taken the best of in-person events and created that in a virtual environment where, you know, you're most comfortable in your home. You don't have to spend money on accommodation and flights and transport. Um, and how could we create the best experience for people attending in three days where not only did they learn, but they met as many people as they could. They could interview the speakers. We have podcast booths to interview. Oh my gosh. Um, That is unique. Yeah. We've got, we've got, um, we've got, so I've got some amazing friends uh, around, around the world. Some of them, like I've got a friend who was a jet fighter pilot and then built a eight, nine figure uh, dollar business and sold the business. And now is just sitting in the mountains of Colorado. And I was like, Hey, do you mind running a eight person fireside chat just for eight people on finding your true purpose? And you would never be able to pay for something like that uh, to be in a virtual environment with eight other people talking to this person around finding your purpose. Uh, so things like that Fuck is yes. like amazing. Um, so I'm excited because uh, we've created it and broke every mold. So if you are kind of going, I don't know if a podcast is good for me or I'm about to launch a podcast, you ha- we have one stream, which is called Before Podcast for everyone that is in that stream, uh, that's in that stage. If you already have a podcast and you've done it before and you're looking to grow or you're looking to pivot or you're looking to explode or make differences in your business, then you, there's another stream called After Podcast. Um, our speaker lineup is pretty baller. Yeah, tell it's us just... some of the speakers. We've, we've got um, you. We've got um, Melissa Ambrosini which I love. We've got Kerwin Ray. We've got Hal Elrod, which is like the morning routine expert. Um, Some of my beautiful friends, Barry um, and Joel Brown and loads of others share. Yeah. Chris Chris Dufay. We've got Mm. Taki Moore. We've got uh, Taka Max, Dan Martell, JJ Virgin, Emily Fletcher. Um, I mean, these guys are all like the ones I just named are like mm. like best-selling authors. Uh, Tucker Max has the record for being on the New York bestseller list for six years in a row um, with three different books. He, you know, Dan Martell runs a incredible SaaS uh, coaching business. Um, <laughs> David Meltzer actually is probably probably the most amazing on the list with. Um, what does he do? He was the CEO of the company that Jerry Maguire uh, film is based on. And he created a sports marketing company with Warren Moon, the NFL quarterback. And 
does all the sports marketing for like big, you know, uh, baseball teams, NFL teams. And um, he is a partner in Bainer Sports with uh, Gary is just mm. four times best-selling author, multi-million listeners uh, on his playbook podcast. Um, just an all-around amazing gentleman. Um, yeah, it's a amazing. great lineup. And, okay, well, I will be sharing um, how they can join We Are Podcast. And I've also got a magic affiliate link so that uh, you, I can get loads of people to this event and, you know, share it with so, so many people. Like, we, this is what I love about online. It actually brings out all excuses. Like, it is an investment to fly, pay for accommodation. And that sometimes adds that little bit of pressure. Right now, there's actually zero reason why not to do this phenomenal experience? Like to have access to the wisdom would cost thousands. Like these are top millionaire mastermind million dollar coaches sharing value. Yeah, you can't yeah. buy. You can't buy mm-hmm. like like there's no way for you to buy half an hour with Jordan Harbinger. There's no way for you yeah. to like, you know, have a conversation or ask questions and actually specifically to um, uh, David Meltzer, we have someone coming to actually do a whole workshop on how to pitch. I mean, here's what's really interesting, right? As business yeah, owners, I can't wait content, to learn these things. How to actually monetize? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as business monetize. owners, we get asked one question every single day: What do you do? And we still mm-hmm. don't have a proper answer for that. So I have someone coming in to just teach us how to properly answer that for ourselves, like just so that we can answer that one question we get asked all the time properly in a way that actually does something for our business. So it's exciting. It's an event that I want to be at. Um, yeah. And I can't wait. Can't wait. I, can't, I can't wait. Thank you so much. I just want to honor you. Thank you for being here. Really love and respect you. And just thank you for being you in the world. I think like, especially really successful entrepreneurs, it's just nice to see, somebody that leads by example of being humble, having the conversation and actually owning the self-worth conversation in it all as well. And you also are all about contribution. You know, at our last event, um, Rise is, uh, do you want to share quickly what Rise, the charity that you give back to? Free to shine. Yeah, free to shine. Free to shine. Yeah, free to shine. Uh, is an organization like many other organizations around the world that actually uh, save girls from being sex trafficked. And it's a big, um, um, it's it's something that's really close to my heart uh, in the sense that human and sex trafficking should not exist in this day and age. And um, it doesn't matter if you support Free to Shine or anyone else, like it's just something that is a $41 billion a year industry, which means there's supply and demand uh, for young kids to be trafficked. And I just think that that is just such a um, hard reality. And it's it's one of those things that, you know, people don't want to hear because it's hard to hear. Um, so I try to give that a voice as much as possible. Mm, thank you. Thank you. 
Um, have an amazing day, guys. Thank you for tuning in and being here. Ronsley, thank you, thank you, thank you. See you at We Are Podcast Legend. See you later. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the Courageous Leaders Podcast. I would love you to subscribe and leave an honest review on Apple Podcasts. This allows us to inspire and impact more people. If you'd also love to stay connected and see our upcoming events and the show notes, please go to carolynzanetti.com. Thank you so much.